This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. What are we going to talk about, Kyle? We're going to talk about how you, the listener, can be successful with IBC. And so we have a kind of a checklist for people that we're going to go over today, right? Yep. Yep. So to start this off, um, we think the most important thing you could possibly do is read Nelson Nash's works, um, Becoming Your Own Banker and Warehouse of Wealth. Those books, I mean, Becoming Your Own Banker is just a complete eye-opener. Just the different paradigm that Nelson is talking about thinking from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I I can't be in a conversation with somebody that wants to do IBC and explain that paradigm to them. There's no way. And there's no way you can do it in a time frame that's reasonable for both people. Yeah, absolutely. To be efficient with time, I mean, it's it's way better for you to read the book. Plus, it's going to stimulate your thinking for questions that you need to be asking either yourself to figure out or an advisor that you're going to contact in the future. Yeah, if you've only heard of IBC and you have done no sort sort of research, it could take upwards of six hours. I mean, for us to sit here and explain to you what that 98-page book can do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a simple... Once you understand it, it is unbelievably simple, but your mind just gets caught up on all these things because it we're, we have never, ever been taught to think this way. Yeah, since it's a new paradigm, I mean... We've never been taught um, that that we we need to be the banker in our lives. We need to be the ones in control of things. Yeah. We're we're never. I mean, I at some level knew this, but you know we're never taught that whether you spend your own money or somebody else's money, you're paying interest. No, I mean people just don't actively talk about these things, and some people still actively deny that. Yeah, they'll say I can't earn anything on the in, on my money in the bank. So what's what's the cost, Kyle? Well, exactly, and that's why you start a life insurance policy. Absolutely, a correctly designed dividend-paying whole life insurance policy. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, to get back on track, um, I mean, becoming your own banker, it just it's a completely different paradigm. And to understand IBC, there is no better place to get to get started, and. The reason why we put building your warehouse of wealth on there, while it is a review in some sense of becoming your own banker, Nelson like goes into how he actually used his policies and and I mean you really get the understanding of why this is just a warehouse of wealth. It is he's in my opinion he's trying to make it abundantly clear this is not about the life insurance policy. The life insurance policy is going to do fine over, you know, a long period of time. This mm-hmm. is a this is something that you're starting at whatever age you are now and until you pass away likely. Mm-hmm. It's going to do fine. What you what he's trying to focus you on is what you can do with the policy because you're warehousing money there. Yes. So, it's a review of becoming your own banker, but he gets into how you apply it to your life. Ties it together, yeah. So, yep. Anyways, so after you've read those books, um, 
The next best thing you could possibly do is get Nelson's seminar on DVD. It is amazing. It's six hours. I think they he usually did a ten hour seminar and they've cut it down to six hours. Nelson, I mean, he just had a a way of explaining things that for me, I mean, you can read and make sense of it, but when Nelson is delivering it and talking about it, I mean, it, it just ties it together even more. And I mean, I, I mean, he was just a good teacher in that way. He yeah. Just, he really had a way of good way of putting a good teacher. Yeah. Yep. He had a good way of, of wrapping things up in a way that you can understand it. So it's awesome. It costs some money. I, I won't lie to you guys. I think it's $195 maybe. I mean, I haven't Something looked at like the price that, yeah. of it, but it really is worth it. Absolutely. And also, um, they have the IBC Foundation videos that I think the first four or three are free, and then there's a paywall. But if you yep, um, the first four are free, yeah, if you contact us, um, we can get you a code to where you can watch those for free. Yeah, please reach out to us if you guys haven't seen those yet. Um, they, I mean, they really hone in on the basics of what this is about and get you started in the right direction. It's the three uh, members of the board. For infinite banking is uh, David Stearns, Robert Murphy, and Carlos, Carlos Lara. Lara. Yep, they're the ones that walk through. I can't remember how many parts it is, but um, I don't either. I want to say eleven, but I could be. It's somewhere close to that. Very um, worth your while to watch, though. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, um, and that that resource, like we said, there's a paywall, but um, we have a discount code for you guys yeah, if we'll, you're interested. We'll in, put the in, link in the show notes so you can check out the free ones to see if it's something you want to dive into. Sure. I like that idea, Kyle. Okay. So the next thing we think we should, you should do is expose yourself to the noise out there. We talked about this financial noise. Um, you can get on YouTube and you can find all sorts of stuff about infinite banking. And then, so you should watch these things, watch what people have to say about, you know, the negatives, the pros, the cons of IBC, and then get with a competent practitioner and ask about those. You're going to find a lot of the negatives that you hear aren't even relevant. Not that whole life insurance is perfect or anything's perfect, but there's just a lot of misunderstood information out there. Absolutely. And, and I mean, this, we believe this step is going to allow you guys to kind of fast track yourselves by listening to this noise. You're going to search for the answers to these questions. Sure. And so they won't be lingering. You don't, you don't want to, be starting a policy and then a year down the road or five years down the road, like you're having these questions, you know, because you haven't read Nelson's book in a while and you're starting to forget why you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, we hope that isn't the case, but I know there's people out there that that happens to. Yep. And I mean, this is a way if you, if you yourself are learning about this, it, it just does so much more for your learning capacity and and memory than us giving you an answer. Sure. Just just us giving you an answer. And watch the Dave Ramsey videos. He's kind of came out with like two in the last year on infinite banking and saying how it's a scam. And he he just says some stuff that is just completely wrong. So And we have a podcast where we played the entire Dave Ramsey video, um, the first one that he came out with. Um, we broke down every single thing that we thought was relevant um, that needed addressing in that video. Yeah, a lot of people like to point to him, you know, as the messiah of finance. And I mean, for him to be, to come up with some things that are just absolutely false. I mean, 
<laughs> well, a lot of half truths too. Yes, a Mr. lot of half truths. Yes, that that lead you. I mean, they aren't necessarily false, but they definitely misconstrue what is going on. I mean, you can tell there's an agenda. <laughs> Absolutely behind it. So, but that I mean, that's important. I mean, you you should be able. I mean, if somebody asks you why you're doing infinite banking and and they tell you, um, well, whole life is a terrible product to put money in. You don't want to store capital there, you know? And I mean, you should be able to have an intelligent conversation with them sure, and talk to them about it. You don't have to be perfect and know everything, but I mean, just for your own knowledge, you should be able to have an intelligent conversation about it with them. Well, yeah. And just for your own sake, I mean, for with anything you do, I mean, you should be like, you you should should be educated if you're going to do something, anything. Yeah. If you're going to commit a significant portion of your income, like Kyle and I do with our own policies to this, you want to know what's going on. If you're going to make a big purchase of any sort, you need to know what that is. If you're going to take a policy loan, you should understand policy loan interest goes to the insurance company. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, The next thing is you should not abuse your access to capital. So when we're um, putting money in these whole life insurance policies, we have access to them, which is why we do it instead of locking it in a 401k or IRA, whatever you can use that capital. So use it towards your advantage and not just blow it on things that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Just because you have access to a hundred thousand dollars of cash surrender value doesn't mean that you should go out and, and buy a new vehicle necessarily, you know? No. Let's put that capital to work in things that are going to produce income for you. That can then buy that vehicle. Absolutely. You. I mean, not everybody's a business owner. I understand that, but you know, let's let's logically think about what you know we are purchasing when we when we access our policies. And IBC, I mean, it it does allow you whether you are an employee. I mean, you do in a sense become a business owner because you are being you're controlling the financing aspect of your family. You're the financing company. So yeah. And you get to choose where you bank at, whether mm-hmm. you bank with your own personal bank or you maybe you still use a credit union in town or the local bank. And maybe sometimes you pay cash for things. Absolutely. Everybody's going to use this uniquely to their situation. Which kind of goes into our next point is that you need to understand that you can use this how you see fit. Um, you know, we have everybody in the IBC world seems to have a little different. They see IBC a little differently. So... There's not real, you know, one way to do it right. So whatever works for you is what yeah, you can do. There's not only one way to be successful. No. You don't have to, I mean, only borrow from your whole life insurance policy because you want to be your own banker. You can, but... You don't have to do exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. You can... St- I mean, there are plenty of people who just finance themselves out of their life insurance policy, and that's great. And there's a lot of people that use their life insurance policy. They still use the traditional bank. That's fine too. I'm in the place, Kyle, right now personally of using um, a traditional finance institution and my life insurance policy. Why is that? Because I don't have access to enough capital to finance everything in my life. Exactly. My bank isn't big enough. We can talk about like how Nelson does, you know, how the banking system is, I mean, yeah, it's corrupt. It's unjust, but... Nobody should be able to to lend money that doesn't exist. Exactly. Yes. I mean that that it is what it is. But 
if your neighbor is taking advantage of the fact that they're loaning them money at 2%, um, I mean, you, they're getting ahead. Yeah. If they're using it correctly, I should say. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's just got to be up to you and what you, what you think is right and what you are comfortable doing. And to clarify, when I say correctly, I mean to get assets in their life and not liabilities. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, um, so I mean, you can absolutely use it however you want to because you are the banker mm-hmm. because you have access to capital. That's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. You're in control. We're not your banker. We're not, we're showing you how this works, how to implement it, but you're the one who's going to, you know, control it over your lifetime. So mm-hmm. if you want to take policy loans and stuff, I mean, we don't get notified that you're taking a policy loan. We're not lending you money. It's the insurance company that's lending you money. That's between you and the insurance company. We can help facilitate those loans. Absolutely. Um, but we, 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 are, we don't have to be directly involved. Yeah. So. We can be in, as involved as you want us to be or, or not involved at all, basically. Exactly, yeah. Once the policy is, 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 has been issued. Mm-hmm. So, I guess moving on, um, one thing. Um, this is very important. You should pay your full premium. So, we set these policies up to be as flexible as um, as your situation calls for. Um, but you still need to pay. Like, if you have a $10,000 premium, you should want to pay that $10,000 premium. I mean, those first years, you need to pay that. And otherwise, if you don't, if you have fun those, you're going to be very disappointed. That policy is going to take longer to break even. Um, Humans not- are just naturally instant gratification yeah. people. And... <laughs> You're delaying your gratification, I think, in that sense. And you're not maximizing what your policy can do for you. No, not even close. And you're limiting your access to capital as well. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just a double whammy, lots, so to speak. Lots of negatives to this. So, that, I mean, so it's important also, this is what I never want to point to start where you're comfortable. So, we need to start somewhere where you can make that full payment. I mean, I know some people say that you should be a little comf- uncomfortable with your policy or with your premium payment. I don't know if we believe in that right away for your first policy, not your first policy. So you, I mean, you definitely should start where it's like a substantial amount to where like it, it's part of your lifestyle. Um, but you need to be comfortable. It's not something that should be keep, should keep you up at night. You should be excited to pay the premium. Absolutely. I am on my policies and I, I mean, for me personally, I did, start where I was uncomfortable, but that was because I had spent so much time researching this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that there's probably less than 2% of the population that is going to go to the lengths that both of us went to when we researched this. And you shouldn't have to, or I mean, I guess you shouldn't need to. Um, when we first started researching, like it's, it's crazy how many um, resources have now popped up since we started, we first got introduced to oh, Infinite absolutely. Banking. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, YouTube that's, has absolutely yeah. blown up. That's for better and for worse. I mean, there's, you know, there's two there's sides to bad. that. But, but yeah. So, I mean, if, if you have no interest in getting into the insurance world, there's probably no need for you guys to dive <laughs> as deep as we did. <laughs> no. Into this. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I guess... You know, I don't know where that came from. I mean, for me, I was just, I literally was like passionately interested in it. 
I mean, it, it was just like, like I said at the beginning, I mean, it was such a different way of thinking about how to use money and treat it. And I mean, I was just fascinated by it. And I yeah. think that that's part of the reason that, that I dove into it. Mm-hmm. Another reason was, um, the fact that there was so much noise out there and it's, it's difficult to be able to look through that noise and know what's right and wrong. Sure. But that's why we want you guys to listen to it so you can ask yourself yourselves these questions that you have that you're unsure of. And you can either find answers to them through reading, podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever it is. Maybe it's Nelson Seminar. Or you can ask advisors that you're going to talk to. Mm-hmm. And help speed that process up for you. Sure. Yeah. But I, I, I really do, um, I wholeheartedly believe you need to do a lot of that before you talk to the advisor first, because it's going to put you in a better position to ask good questions mm-hmm. and it's going to get you into, it's, it's going to get you to being ready to start your first policy sooner. Sure. And we, we do a uh, 15 minute discovery calls, which pretty much what we've talked about is what those calls outline. I mean, we, so you, if you, this is something you're interested in, you're not sure what you need to do. Yeah. Schedule a discovery call and we can go over your situation quickly and see if, you know, we're a fit to help you. And if not, if we can point you in a direction that will benefit you. And we need to see if, if you, how much you know about, um, infinite banking um, if there's more research that we think you need to do, such as, you know, reading some mm-hmm. of the resources um, we listed at the beginning of this podcast, um, simple things like that, questions that you have. So it's yeah. not a deep dive by any means. No, no. That's, that's, we like to do those 15-minute discovery calls to get all that stuff out of the way so that when we do the full meeting, we can do that deep dive. And we're being um, time conscious for, you know, both parties. Absolutely. So we have a busy schedule and and I know that a lot of people we work with do too. Yeah. We don't want to waste your time, our time. We want to be as efficient as possible and make the experience worth it. So. Absolutely. I think that's a unique thing that we bring Kyle is our perspective on this. Um, We aren't trying to pigeonhole this at anybody. I mean, it is what it is. It's right for some people. It's not for everybody. So yeah, it it can work for everybody, but it is definitely not for everybody. Yeah. Not, not everybody. I, I guess the way I'd put it is not, not everybody is ready for it. Sure. (laughs) So yeah. Yep. No, I agree with that. Okay. Well, I think that's all of our list, isn't it? Yeah. That, that, uh, sums it up. Okay. Well, that's all we got for this week, guys. And like Kyle said, um, if you ask questions and you've gone through some of these steps, Get us on a discovery call with you, and and we'll we'll see what what steps you need to take, or if you're ready to go. And definitely check out those IBC Foundation videos in your free time. Yeah, good resource. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. This was the Cash Value Solutions podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at CashValueSolutions.com, and don't forget to tune in next week.